Hi, my name is Rhys Morgan. I'm 19 years old and I'm here to talk about my experience as a patient and a patient safety advocate. When I was 15 years old, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Uh, it's a lifelong inflammatory bowel disorder. I'm sure you all know that already, though. Um, I was quite severely lethargic at the time. I was uh, having all the sorts of gut symptoms that you can imagine. Um, and it was really affecting my school life at the time. So I had a lot of time off school while I was trying to recover. I had lots of tests. I was endlessly being given blood tests, um, all sorts of other tests, white cell scans, uh, anything that they could do to try and diagnose the Crohn's. Um, but eventually it was diagnosed. I, was, I had three weeks off school, I think, um, at the end of term, um, although it affected me all throughout the rest of the school year. And throughout this time, my passion for science has sort of really developed and I've become more engaged with a community known as the skeptical community. So those who sort of look at the evidence for things and try and promote public understanding of not only science, but um, of the understanding of things like pseudoscience and why they shouldn't be trusted and why they shouldn't be used. So um, when I was diagnosed with Crohn's, I signed up to a forum called Crohn'sForum.com. Um, it's a patient support forum which uh, was mainly for people who have Crohn's, but also relatives. And um, it was just to sort of help support those who have Crohn's get through being ill, share information about Crohn's. So I signed up to find out more about what Crohn's was, because I'd never heard of Crohn's before this. Um, and I'd noticed that quite a few of these people were actually using medicines that I'd never heard of. Medicines with names like Miracle Mineral Solution, which struck a bit of a... a you know, alarm bells in my head. So um, at the time I was more interested with just getting well, finding out more accurate information about Crohn's disease. Um, and I was started on uh, various medications like steroids and um, uh, azathioprine, which is uh, uh, something, uh, sorry, it's a, and I can't remember the name of it, sorry. Um, but that, and um, later on I was started on an infusion called Remicade. Um, but then, when I was starting to feel a little bit better, I went back and I looked into this Miracle Mineral Solution. And it turns out that the Food and Drug Administration in America just put out a warning about it, warning that it was an industrial bleaching agent. <laughs> so I went back onto Crohn'sForum.com and I posted a link to this saying, uh, hang on guys, you do realise, I know a lot of you are using this, and you do realise that this is bleach, right? <laughs> and some, some people said, oh, oh, no, we didn't realise this was a bleach. Thank you for telling us. And then a couple of other people said, how dare you challenge us on this? How dare you say that this is a bleach? I will not listen to you. And I was like, but the FDA put out a warning against it. They've said this chemical, chlorine dioxide, is, is a bleaching agent. Um, and they were like, no, 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 it's definitely not a bleach because the guy who sold it to me said that it's not a bleach. He said it's perfectly safe. So I was like, okay. How, how can I go about this? So I went and I looked on this forum um, to see one of the main promoters and see where he'd commented. And there was this one thread that I'd found on this forum where one patient who had Crohn's said that they had a sore throat. It might have been Crohn's related, might not have been. But um, they had a sore throat and um, they decided that they would try and look into Miracle Mineral Solution. So this one main promoter on the forum said, um, oh yes, you can definitely use Miracle Mineral Solution for this. It can cure just about anything. Um, so it's not only a cure for Crohn's disease, apparently, it's a cure for sore throats. Um, and I'll come back onto that in a minute. Um, but th so this, this person decided to use uh, this to cure their sore throat. And they started off by um, taking a small dose, apparently. 
um, and then their throat wasn't getting any better. So they went back on the forum and said, look, my throat's not getting really any better. I'm, I'm still having, you know, a bit of trouble swallowing food and all that. Um, what, what, do you, what do you suggest I do? So the person uh, replied to them saying, oh, yes, you need to take a higher dose. Then, OK. Um, so they went and they took a higher dose, came back on the forum. Nope, still not any better. Came back after being told again, you know, oh, you need to increase the dose and maybe use it more frequently throughout the day. By the end of this, they were unable to um, swallow without severe pain, not able to, you know, breathe, anything like that, without severe pain. It's like, but that, that's an industrial bleaching. This, this is like, you know, just one example of how it might be damaging people. So I was like, okay, this is, this is only an anecdote, but, you know, whatever, that's, that, this is happening, and this person's promoting it as a cure for not only Crohn's disease, but a sore throat to, you know, sometimes completely unrelated diseases. So I went and I looked again at Miracle Mineral Solution on the internet, and I found that there's a, it's, it's even bigger than just a cure for Crohn's and sore throats. It's also promoted for AIDS, hepatitis A, B, and C, tuberculosis, cancer, uh, any, any disease that you can imagine, this is apparently a cure for. Um, the inventor of this, Jim Humble, claims uh, that he's been to Africa. Yeah, I, I know, it's a perfect name. He's, he's so humble that he names his product a miracle. But um, he claims that he's been over to Africa um, to treat many people with uh, Miracle Mineral Solution. Um, and he said he treated them for malaria as well. That's, that's another big one that it can apparently cure. Um, and do you want to know how he knows that he cured these people? Because they came to his clinic, got Miracle Mineral Solution, and then didn't go back to his clinic. <laughs> It, it must have worked. I, I can't see any other possible explanation for that. So eventually on, on this forum, after pointing out just you know, the history of this, saying, look, all these diseases that it's apparently a, claim, a cure for, they're all unrelated. You know, the, if, if you say it's a cure for Crohn's and then HIV, well, one of them's when you've got you know, too much immune activity, one of them's when you've got far too little because you know, a virus is killing it off. Is, is this medicine sentient? Does it somehow know whether to, you know, increase our immune activity and create more, you know, immune helper cells or, you know, decrease immune activity? How does it know these things? Um, but eventually I got banned from that forum for being too abrasive. <laughs> so I, I, I then went on Twitter and I was just tweeting about this all throughout that day and I had a number of people from this sceptic community that I was now part of um, say, this is, this is incredible, this is ridiculous. And I got... Um, I went, then was told that I should maybe try reporting this to the trading standards um, in Cardiff and around the UK. Um, so they looked into it, they closed a couple of sellers down, and then the Cardiff trading standards actually went to the uh, MHRA, who said that they weren't going to do anything about it because it was a local issue. Um, but, so then they decided after that to go on to um, the Food Standards Agency, because if you can't treat something that you put in your mouth as a medicine, what uh, trading standards will usually do then is try and treat it as a food. And uh, we've got very strict food laws in the European Union, thankfully, and it turns out that if your food isn't something that's been used for the past 15 years in the EU, it's, it's classed as a novel food and it's got to go through all sorts of safety um, you know, safety tests and then uh, be approved as a food. And of course, an industrial bleaching agent is not going to have gone through any sort of safety test to put into your body. Um, so this is classed as novel food and it was automatically banned. Um, so then uh, I think a couple of newspapers locally picked up on it because I went to my council about it and said, you know, what, what are you doing about it? And they said, oh, we, we've already sent it on to the Food Standards Agency. And, you know, 
sure enough, the next day, Food Standards Agency put out this warning against it. And then uh, across, the, uh, across the entirety of Europe, warnings were put out against it. Uh, some warnings even went out as far as New Zealand. Um, and this is all because I had discovered this um, and I'd actually then taken it to trading standards and, with the help of a number of other people, reported a lot of sellers across the UK about Miracle Mineral Solution and hopefully helped a lot of people stop, either stop using this or, you know, realise this is an industrial bleaching agent and isn't a miracle cure. So later on, um, after Miracle Mineral Solution had all settled down, um, it had come, you know, gone away for a while, it, it sort of made a resurgence last year amongst the autism community. Um, and this is you know, slightly more worrying because it's one thing to use this on yourself and believe that this is going to cure you, um, but it's another entirely to use it on somebody who's completely unable to give consent to have it used on them. And this was being used as an enema solution. So um, thankfully, however, because of all the press that this had got in uh, 2010, a um, number of big blogs had picked up on it, um, including Gorka um, and io9, which are a huge blog network. Um, and various other websites picked up on this and then started reporting on it. And um, they managed to get these, this debunked throughout the entire autism community as well. Like, obviously, there are still some people who use it because you can't stop everybody using it. But, the information was out there, and a lot of people who might have used it again didn't. So then, in 2011, um, I got involved in another sort of big skeptical campaign. Um, there's a cancer doctor in America called Stanislaw Bozinski, um, who I don't know if you've heard of him, but he offers a treatment called antineoplastons, which he is isolated from urine. Um, and he claims is a cure for all types of cancer, but specifically, it's, it's good at treating brain cancers. Now, there's no scientific evidence that this is true. The way he found this, apparently, is he was testing a number of cancer patients and found that those who, uh, his control group, who were healthy and didn't have cancer, um, had these antineoplastons in the blood, whereas those who um, had cancer didn't have these antineoplastons. And so he hypothesized that uh, you need antineoplastons to uh, not have cancer. So he um, went round, he bought urine from a lot of people and then extracted the antineoplastons from them and then started selling these. And he did this back in the 70s. He's been running, um, he's been giving these for over 30 years now. And um, in um, 2011, that's when I sort of got involved with debunking this because he'd been going at this for over, over 30 years by now. Um, and he'd been running a, a large-scale clinical trial, which he's never published any sort of results from. Um, he just kept running them on and on, getting more people. He's been trying, the, uh, the FDA have tried to take him on a number of times, tried to close him down. But obviously when uh, they took him to court, it was put in front of a, uh, a lay jury who uh, were very easily convinced by anecdotes. Because every, every now and then, obviously, you're going to get the odd patient who somehow manages to survive against the odds. And so if you bring them in, uh, they can say, oh no, Dr. Bozinski did cure me, he did save my life. And that unfortunately convinced a number of people. Um, but instead, uh, more recently, um, there have been a number of attacks against him from people like the skeptical community who've been trying to either get him to publish or to make it very obvious that he has no evidence for his treatment. Unfortunately, he still promotes the idea 
that um, these antineoplastons will work. But um, I got involved. I wrote a number of blog articles about him, um, and then I received a letter on, um, in November, just over two years ago now, um, saying that he was threatening to take me to court for libel. Now, this sort of backfired spectacularly because a couple of weeks or a few weeks after getting this letter, I then, um, with help from Simon Singh, who was uh, sued by the British Chiropractic Association and then uh, had that overturned on appeal, um, with help from him and his lawyer, um, I wrote a big blog article detailing the uh, sort of threats I'd received by email. Um, and then this sort of went viral across the internet. And... Um, more wide-scale debunking of Dr. Bozinski's antineoplastons went on than if he'd just shut up and not threatened me at all. <laughs> so I, I have to say, in some ways, I'm very glad that he threatened to sue me because I don't think it would be at the point uh, now where this year, just a few weeks ago, the USA Today, the most widely circulated newspaper in the US, put out a number of, blog, uh, number of articles on their front page debunking Dr. Bozinski and pointing out the false hope that he provides to patients. Um, not only are his medicines unproven, but they're also unsafe because they contain such high sodium levels that the patients who receive them end up getting hyponitremia, sorry, hyponitremia um, and a lot of them who are young children with brain cancers end up going to intensive care, spending their last days um, on ventilators and that sort of thing. Um, so hopefully we've managed to, uh, through... Uh, this wide-scale debunking in the press and through lots of blog articles um, and main, other mainstream media sources. Um, hopefully we've managed to convince a lot of patients to not go to his clinic and not spend the hundreds of thousands of dollars that it takes to get his treatment through the clinical trials. So that's sort of how I've been involved in patient safety advocacy and um, I hope to continue in this for many years to come, uh, debunking the quacks who will prey on the vulnerable um, use it with their unsafe, unproven medicines. Thank you very much.